Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. Once again, Midflop Brawl is brought to you by Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. And uh, they have a fresh public service announcement out just now and it's well worth a look telling people to just say no to water keep it in the oceans lakes rivers and toilets where it belongs with christmas in july fast approaching heapses are going to be flying off the shelves as do-gooders not to mention the sad and lonelies quantify their virtue by putting in a diary how many days they haven't been smashing the booze grow up if that's you though heaps normal could be for you if it's not you heaps could be for you anyway they've got a bloody stout now out to add to the 2022 No and Low Alcohol World Beer Award winning pale ale. It's a scientific fucking miracle. They said it couldn't be done, but it's been done. Have some. Go to heapsnormal.com, grab a slab online, get a mixed case for all I give a shit. Live like Lord Muck for a minute. Tell your family to leave you alone. You're treating yourself, goddammit. Enter duty-free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees, and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free, and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that's not in the flight? Let's go to sleep, that's talking to me! I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Luke Heggie, and I'm flying solo this week. Uh, Nicholas J. Cody has decided to get in his car and go for a drive. All week? Yeah. I'll take care of business here, mate. Hold the fort. Main thing is, you can go and make some snow angels, whatever it is you're up to. Nick, I'm all right. Jack, Jeffrey Cody, snow plowing with high society and having brandy by the roaring fire in the lodge in his white turtleneck skivvy, bib and brace still on, outbrace ski, hot toddy, hoity-toity, must be fucking nice. I had, a, um, I had a couple of nice shows last weekend in, that's uh, what I've been up to, in cold old Sydney town. The uh, tour stuff's just about wrapped up, mopping up some scraps now. Three shows left on this tour, uh, then take an hour or two off and start writing a new show. I'm going to be in Wollongong this Saturday night, the 1st of July. Um at the Side Door Theatre and in Melbourne at the Comedy Republic on July 21, 22. Get around it. My show's called Grot. I imagine anyone who's going to see it already has. But if you haven't, that's it. Not doing it again. Had enough. Uh, in other news, though, fresh off the press, and this is big, the nominations for the illustrious TV Week Logies have been revealed. And in the, uh, in the gold section, honestly, though, who cares about the others? For the first time ever, uh, one friend of the show, Osher Ginsburg, has been nominated 
I'll tell you what, winning something like that would be bloody good for business. Thanks to the trickle-down economics we've come to know and love from modern democracy, it'd be quite good for us over here at MFBHQ as well. In, um, in television circles, and in recent times I have dabbled myself, but mainly little bits I've been involved in for the ABC, of course, a significant amount of taxpayers to become upset at the so-called, in quotes, comedy I've been attempting with their money. But in actual TV circles, pretty big deal. And uh, Osh has been involved with many, many shows over many years of service to the industry. Voting's open right now, so I'm marking the beginning of the campaign trail by asking you people to pop over to tvweeklogies.com.au and cast your vote for Osher for the gold. He could join the ranks of the greats. He's up against some industry heavyweights, but he could potentially join the ranks of the greats like Reg Grundy, Johnny Young, Daryl Summers, Alf Stewart, Ed Al. Holy shit. tvweeklogies.com.au, cast your vote. Say, get around it. Takes less than one minute. I've done mine. He's been a big supporter of ours over the last few years and a big supporter of mine for the last 40 years. He uh, he laughed at my very first joke in 1982. I'll tell you what, if you send me a screenshot of your vote confirmation, I'll tell you the joke. Or he can tell you himself. He can come on here and say, actually, on second thought, don't send me anything. I don't want your screenshots. It'll be highly irritating. Anyway, um, just short intro this week. Don't have to hear me babbling on solo for too long. I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll be back both together next week. God bless. Let's do it. Woo! All right, mate. This week we're looking at Delta Flight 517, April 10, 2023. Fresh, 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 fresh. Oh, man. Not even brown on the edges. This Minnesota to Alaska. Oh, We're beautiful. talking. Uh, birthplace of an awful lot of musicians, Minnesota, who promptly oh, left really? and went where they could get appreciated and paid, such as the Andrews sisters, Bob Dylan, and the best of all of them, Prince. Oh, the wow. Twin Cities. Um, no idea. Yeah, while over on uh, over on Murderpedia, uh, the most prolific killer in Minnesota <laughs> is 16-year-old Jeffrey Weiss for a 2005 school shooting. Frankly... I don't reckon one day sprees should be included yeah. as serial killing. That's not yeah. serial to me. Well, that's yeah. it's like T Twenty cricket. Like people, people take notice, yeah, but it's just not the same. Absolutely not. not. Any anyone can concentrate, you know, for six minutes, whatever the fuck they're doing that in. But over yeah. a few decades, oh man, that's it. Yeah, I, I prefer the original format, like most purists, and the uh, and the. The old school, your you know your favourite serial killers. A lot of those school shit, they top themselves on the day. Yeah, this guy did. Ab- coward, absolutely cowardly. Serial killers aren't doing that. No, well, psychopaths don't generally top themselves, do they? Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking very much a last resort. Uh, there is one though, from the pure game, the beautiful game, Paul <laughs> Stefani, the weepy voiced killer. That's his name. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like Paul's been bullied into this. Oh, well, he used to taunt police with prank calls where he's crying and shit on the other end oh. of the line. I guess now that's that's where TikTok is good. They just get famous on there now. They don't have to go any further. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. They just record the videos, put them up. It's contained within an app. Well, it is. do you think the psychopathic aspect of that takes takes killing out of the game? No, I, I just think they're getting 
they're getting the attention and the feeling and everything through the likes and comments and yeah, you know, they don't have to go and go to a newsstand and buy a paper to read about themselves. They know exactly. immediately. Yeah, mm. they give themselves a fucking nickname. Worse than serial killers now are the people that just cry. Well, put up like a crying message on the internet. Yeah, because you know it's not. That's not the first. They've got a a, a long photo gallery filled with videos of them trying to get their crying message correct. Oh, yeah. Rarely do adults cry and turn on a camera just before they start doing it. That's a weird concept. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people tell you not to swear when you stub your toe. I've always said, it's like, well, that's what came out, mate. I'm not, if you say drat or darn it or something, you haven't hurt yourself. Yeah. If you go, fuck, I can't. It's, a, it's almost not even words. <laughs> <laughs> You've really done damage. Oh, the weepy voice killer, he, uh, he in the end confessed to three murders and apologized to the families just before he died of melanoma. So, oh. I don't know. That's rare too. Oh, Minnesota melanoma. That's got to be rare. It would be very rare. I thought dying of frostbite in Rockhampton. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Those houses are cold, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's got to be rare too, though, because most of them just take it to the grave. They think, oh, maybe I'll kill again. Like your malats of the world, mm. they never... You know, families be begging for where the bodies are and stuff. They go, no, nah, fuck off. That's mine. Uh, That's mine. Anyway, oh, our mate today. Please, is, uh, let's get back to the sky crime. Yeah, okay, sorry. It's uh, David Allen Burke, oh. 61. 61 years old. Doesn't have a huge internet presence, no. but he does say uh, when he does get active, most of humanity is suffering from a spiritual starvation. Right. Just some extracurricular social media posting. As part of his role as president of Total Surrender Evangelistic Association Incorporated. <laughs> At least they put incorporated on the end. Not yeah. even fucking pretending. No. Is that uh, front about it? Hey, how do you feel about it? This happens a lot on the internet now, but uh, on YouTube the other day, the algorithm threw me a, an Aussie bodybuilder Mm-hmm. Right, who was meant to be like the next Arnie? Yeah, his sort of life went off the rails a bit, but now he's making a big comeback, and uh, he's posting a video of what he's been up to lately. Yeah, and his name's Callum something, and it said on the screen there was a quote: "It's not how many times you fall down, it's how many times you get back up." Yeah, and and he's just given that to himself. That's Callum said that. I put it in quotes <laughs> and wrote. The quote is from him. <laughs> Callum, CallumCody.com. <laughs> Brilliant. I found that like, yeah. who the fuck has the balls to just say, he, that's mine? <laughs> I mean, gym philosophy is some of the best philosophy you get, but he oh. genuinely probably thinks that he thought it up. He must have woken up one morning and go, I'm getting up. And then that popped into his head from something else and he thought, that's mine. I must have thought that. Yeah. And then bang, all of a sudden, there it is. That's how history works, though. Like, if he mm. said it enough and he put his name on it enough, mm. away you go. It's done. Uh, this David Allen Burke, though, not only is a salesman for God Proprietary Limited, he's also a salesman for an electronic components manufacturer because the Evangelistic Association is yet to fully pay the bills. It's in a, it's in a growth stage, I think, the incorporated uh, evangelism. David is, however extracting just enough out of the collection plate to fly first class. Wow. Well, he's working two yeah. jobs. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, even if Jesus yeah. were around today, I reckon he'd find it hard to sit back in economy with the filter society on offer down there. Yuck. Well, we did on our, our Land Larrikins, our spin-off. Um, you can get on patreon.com slash midflybrawl. Uh, thanks for everybody who gets a, Always yep. be closing. Thanks for everyone that gets around us on there. But Land Larrikins, our spin-off pod, we did an episode on, what was his name? That, the preacher, the evangelical preacher. I fucking even the I've old forgotten bloke. his name. Um, he was good. Have we forgotten that so quick? Second. But then he he said that exact thing. You can't expect me to fly. Oh yeah, like regular. You can't expect him to just fly commercial airlines with all the devil. There's too much devil up there in the sky. Yeah, I'm trying to get ready jet. for Kenneth, a sermon. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth. He Copeland, owned uh, that's the one. Multiple private jets. <laughs> just just like God wanted him to own. Pretty good. <laughs> Uh, the best yeah delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart according to Psalm 37 4 and David's Facebook page obviously which is fucking wall to wall parables like Mm. just none like like your gym mate none of his own stuff just usually he'll um, he'll attribute it in the bibliography down the bottom but Often it's just himself just saying stuff. People go, good on you, David. That's, yeah, that sounds, that's great work. Thanks, Pastor David. So David was flying first class, much to the Lord's delight. In, uh, in first class, they get served a drink before the flight takes off, as, as I've, I've seen happen, yeah. you know, in business even, which I managed to witness but you got, from behind But you've got to remember specs. too, this is a domestic US flight, so first class is business class. Yeah. That's it again. It's this thing with America, shit. yeah. But they even their first class can be just a regular, like a normal Virgin business class seat. Oh, you're just they looking at through the purple first plastic. Class. Yeah. Oh, there's not even a curtain cordoned off section where they don't have I to sh- look at them. Well, I assume not. It's just a domestic flight. They're not getting a big yeah, right fucking right. A380 in there. Yeah. Sorry for the um, plane nerd chat, but America's really claiming this first class thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, the class system is. Well, it's alive and well here too, but at least we try to say it's not. They are fucking gunning for it there. Love it. The uh, Not far off the caste system we've come to know and love. Uh, on this occasion though, the, the flight attendant, known as TC, I'm of course picturing TC from Magnum PI, Theodore Calvin, helicopter pilot, <laughs> former Marine, who'd help Magnum out solving Hawaiian <laughs> crimes from time to time, played by Roger Mosley. <laughs> I've never seen a frame of Magnum P.I. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're too young for Magnum P.I. It's brilliant. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, uh, Roger, Roger Mosley, he consistently refused to let his character in Magnum P.I. smoke or drink because he wanted to be a role model. Oh. Uh, he also demanded that the island-hopping helicopter business became a success. Same reason, <laughs> wanted to be a role model. And uh, throughout all the seasons of Magnum P.I., TC just moved up the ranks of the class system. Um Tom Selleck just said, yeah, righto, whatever, TC, you're a fucking hero. Don't forget the name of the show you're on, though. It's mine. Um, Roger Mosley, the actor who played TC, he wasn't actually a helicopter so, pilot. But did he start, is this like Bubba Gump Shrimp with Forrest Gump? Did he start his own <laughs> helicopter business? With Magnum? No, outside of the show. Oh, no. Oh, he was a helicopter okay. pilot pre the show. I think that's how he got the job, oh. but he didn't do his own stunts. So Tom I don't Cruise quite time. know why he needed to be a fucking helicopter pilot yeah. just for the startup phase or sitting in the seat looking like he knew what he was doing. 
I don't know, pegged out. Roger Mosley, unfortunately, um, left Earth in 2022. Oh, no. At the age of at the age of eighty three. Like the loss of sunlight on a cloudy afternoon. That'll do. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, died at the age of eighty three. Of guess what? Oh, you know what? I'm just going to roll the dice on this. The world's oldest suicide. No. Oh. COVID. Oh, I've got, fuck! I forgot. Well, no, it wasn't actually. It was a car crash, but there's no evidence that you didn't have COVID at the time. <laughs> Chalk another one up for the for the boys. Uh, anyway, so the the flight attendant, the Chinese not- lab virus strikes again. <laughs> the um, the flight attendant called TC. He didn't have time to serve David his drink of choice, which was what you should get. This the hints are already there. What was David's drink of choice? Well, oh, well, he's in first class. Pre- See, this is the problem. Sorry to try and break this down. This is where I'm That's stuck. Right. He's flying first class, yep. but the, the money, it's not old money. It's new preacher money and electronics salesperson money. Yep. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a, just a classic, mm-hmm. let's say a, like a Jack and Coke. Oh, no, but I like the cutty jib. It's, uh, it's the blood of Christ, glass of red. David, David got upset. You, you would have had that being in a Christian, like a Christian school. Yeah, I did as a kid. Yeah, you, some of the well, church wine. As kids, you don't really. When I was sort of old enough to be allowed to sip the wine, I was like, no. Nah, even I think this is gross. It's one fucking cup, big line of people, and the priest yeah. that old fucking. Wrinkly in a dress, he'd just use a napkin to wipe the side of the cup. Uh, Everyone yeah. drink from the same one. Like, no, thank you. I'd rather steal my parents' booze and drink that on my own <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even use a cup my brother fucking used. The blood of Christ. Yeah. This small bottle of Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> that I filled up with milk. Fucking turn it up, mate. It's a fucking Father O'Leary's <laughs> Irish cream at our house. That's right. Maybe maybe a velvet cream or a Kilkenny cream at best. Bailey's. Oof. I don't. I don't even want to know what's in those drinks. <laughs> oh uh, man, uh, David got upset about this. Just didn't get his drink. He calmed down though when TC asked him for his meal order. Uh, just two fish and a loaf of bread, I reckon. Please, TC. Um, once he'd ordered his food, he got snippy again about his missed drink. I love it. Let it fucking go, mate. Chuck the toys out of the cot. He's looked down at his bloody WWJD bracelet. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone, what would Jesus do? Well, there was no first class then, so I've got no idea. I'm just yeah. going to revert back to me and my personality. I'm cracking the shits. Oh, here to hold on to a grudge. But he already got his drink. He's like, I'm still upset because I didn't get my drink earlier. <laughs> um, they forget the forgive bit, don't they? A lot. Uh, yeah. But no, you know, I want more. What would the Ecclesiastics back in Arlington, Texas, think of this? I don't know. TC made sure to get David a drink after the meal. And uh, as TC was collecting the meal tray, David reached out for a handshake, which TC accepted. It's like, all right, let's shake hands like businessmen. Done. Ten minutes later, though, 
Dave is still seething about the fucking <laughs> pre-flight non-drink. Got up to use the toilet. Stopped in the galley along the way where TC was standing. By by the way, I'm never a fan of uh, of a handshake that doesn't fit the situation. You know, if you're out at a pub or something and some fuckhead just trips over, spews all over the floor, knocks your drink out of your hand, and you go, fuck, mm-hmm. and you're trying to clean it up. They go, sorry, mate, and put a hand out. I'm not yeah. shaking your fucking hand, you dero. Like, yeah. I'm not bashing you. Get out of here. I hate it. <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's all oh, good, yeah. isn't it? No. Yeah, it's, it's disingenuous. They think it just resets your mess everything. Up. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking Etch-A-Sketch, mate. <laughs> I'm still remembering this. Yeah, he just shakes it hard enough to hopefully, you know, knock me brain around in my skull a bit. Nah. <laughs> uh, David got out to the, the galley along, along his way to the toilet where TC was standing. And uh, what did he say to TC? It oh. is four words. Uh, you will not get it. Give me another fucking drink. No. He said, oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. TC said, <laughs> thanks. Uh, another handshake? <laughs> no. David then asked, can I have a kiss? Oh, <laughs> TC said, no, thank you. <laughs> David said. Oh, no. David, David keeps going. David said, okay, well, on the neck then. He grabbed TC by the neck, pulled him close and kissed his neck. Oh. After the, after the kiss, David told TC that he had a Delta card for him. These are cards the airline gives frequent flyers to hand out to employees in recognition of good service. Oh, wow. Even though technically he didn't let David service him. So, so this, is a bit of a, this is a bit of a hush card, you reckon? I think so. I don't know what the employees hand their cards in to get. Like a yeah, little fucking, it's like at Grundy's when you get in tokens <laughs> and you can win a teddy bear or some shit. I don't know. I mean, in this situation though, surely he's gone, fuck, I've kissed TC on the neck. Yeah, that was probably he's a unnecessary. Yeah, he's a voucher. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good way to get around in life. Well, it pretty much is. Uh, TC was so uncomfortable around David that he went to the back of the plane and did not want to return to the front till David had sat back down. Um, Which really once, is a, um, what a great way to describe how someone's behaviour has put you off. I went back to economy. I wasn't even meant to be there. Oh, yeah. And I'd rather be around that than first class. Yeah, I'd oh. be with the filth out the back. <laughs> Yuck. That's how much I hated him. Um once David was sitting back down, TC returned to the front where other flight attendants told him that David had broken the tray and plate containing the captain's food. Jesus. It's not, it's not really clear how, I'd like to think, across the knee. Oh, for sure. Hey, yeah. Up, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the... why. Yeah, holding it on the sides, slam it down Whack. as you drive the knee up. Watch this. Or maybe a sick, drunk karate chop. You reckon? But it'd have to have some. Got one of them to hold it out. Oh yeah, just give me one go. <laughs> oh, maybe someone on their way delivering to the captain. Yeah. He's just chopped it. Hold it still. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going with the knee. The captain learned of this and reported it to the airport dispatch. Look, I'm going to have to draw the line at my dinner being smashed off its tray. <laughs> That's where captains like nah, nah. <laughs> heard all that other shit. It's not great. 
quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But my dinner's my dinner. Um, a flight attendant switched places with TC and reported that David had had three glasses of red wine and was wasted. David then fell asleep. Um, Again, to, uh, say what you will, but when we bring up Aussies on this thing, it's mm. they had the, the leader of whiskey, eight beers on the plane. They drank their friend's wine. Yeah, These Americans are fucking falling apart a few drinks in. They do fall apart, but I mean, he's yeah. He could. You don't know what they preload. No one's bigging it up except Australians. Australians are the only ones that go. <laughs> I think you'll find you're on it. It's twenty two beers, not twenty. The rest of them play it down. Um, upon landing, David ended up uh, getting a little visit from our favourite bodybuilder. Status arrested. Well, your second favourite bodybuilder now. That you've got a new <laughs> philosopher in your life. <laughs> How do you end up on an algorithm where you're getting sent bodybuilder clips online? Mate, I, I wouldn't be surprised because they've sent me some Ronnie Coleman stuff before. YouTube sent oh, me a bit of Ronnie Coleman in the past. They're listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've heard, I've cut different bits of audio from Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman clips and they think the, the guy must be into that. I follow Jay Cutler. Oh, yeah, of course. He's an interesting cat, but yeah. I, don't get, I don't get sent anything else, I don't think. I don't know. You follow him just because you want his haircut. Love his haircut. You want that beautiful early 2000s uh, spike with the blonde tips sometimes. Sometimes it's bleach white. It's brilliant. It's just a great look. I love like men of advancing years getting young haircuts. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) Happens in comedy. See a 50-year-old man with a fucking high fade and a flat top and shit. You go, fuck it, man. Grow up. I went to a credit right either. I went to, um, when I went and got a haircut the other week, I just went to a, a local joint and he asked me, do I want a high fade? I went, man, I'm a 36-year-old father of two. No, thanks. <laughs> the real estate agent fade. That's that one, isn't it? That's the one you talk about. The high fade's what? Real short up the back. The old style marine cut up the back. No, no, no. Uh, and on the sides too. Oh, is it with the set square? The temples have got like an angle? What's that no, one? No, no. You'll see a lot of rugby league players have it. It's almost a fucking on the side where the um, on the sides like near your ears down the bottom mm. there, the old sideburns they're almost a fucking zero. Oh, right then it's right. a one two, but it doesn't fade up until you know quite high. Yeah, okay. Because I just want fucking scissor cut side and back. He didn't listen to me though. Just got the uh, got those clippers out. Ying ying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so during an interview with officers and the female body inspectors, he recalled using the toilet on his first flight from Dallas to Minneapolis, but not on the Minneapolis to Anchorage leg of the trip. All right. So so he has preloaded on that other flight. Yeah. um, Credit where it's due. 
He also claimed he only had one drink of red wine and then slept the rest of the way. Beautiful slumber. <laughs> Let's forget all about everything. When asked if he kissed TC, David said, I never kissed anybody. Hmm. Like, what's in it for TC to make this up? Of course. Um, when asked if he broke the captain's food tray and plate, he replied, I didn't even eat on that flight. So, Wasn't the question. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's just saying stuff. <laughs> uh, David refused to submit to a breathalyzer test, explaining that he was in Alaska for the funeral of a friend and had consumed a lot of alcohol before boarding. So yep. just to clarify, he's on his way to a funeral in Alaska from what I can gather. Mm. So he has admitted to preloading. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's not making much sense here. <laughs> he's so drunk and confused that he was asked if he was being arrested for something else <laughs> and not for what he'd done in the flight. That's it. Oh, imagine that. You're so maggot, just skeletons fall out. Yeah. All right, officers, you got me. Oh, yeah, I killed her. They're like, what? You just, oh, that's a you kiss TC, mate. <laughs> we joke about that. That's a classic filth trick. Hoping sneakily you'll give him a free confession about something else. You know that. Like, do you know why I pulled you over today, sir? Is it because of all the molestings and the murders? <laughs> no, no, no. Your indicator's out. Gotcha. <laughs> uh David, that was just a bit drunk, copped feel. Not that that's not a sin. He, um, I'd he love, then asked I, the, mate. I'd I'd love more to see that the, the opposite way, like cops turn up, kick the door in, you're dismembering a body in the bath, and you go, mate, it's just a fucking broken tail light, cunt. Yeah, who cares? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not why we're here. Ah. Oh, you all, you never answer the cops when they say, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" Unless it's something like because you felt like it, or because you're short. Because it makes you feel special or something along those lines. You're Never bored. Go, oh, it's because I was fucking speeding, wasn't it? Gotcha. It? Yes, you admitted it. Um, never explained. Then he asked the police, do you guys know who I am? Brilliant. There go. That's, a, that's a great way to start it. Do you know who I am? <laughs> I mean, it's the sort of thing you say, but um, I don't know. It's a, something that a preacher from Arlington, Texas thinking maybe, maybe in, in Alaska, the, mm. everyone knows who I am. Um, then he made no further statements. David was charged with interfering with flight crew and making false statements uh, concerning, you know, I think yeah. they believe TC. The dinner. Rightly yeah. so. Oh, and the smash in the dinner. It was yeah. a dinner smash on the floor. Do you think a hostess dropped it and said, <laughs> oh, David did it? Although that is a good, good opportunist oh, move. Yeah. It would be nice just to get all the – you know, all the first-class passengers and go, has he been a pest? Yep, yep, yep. Should I just smash this and we blame it on him? Yep. For sure. <laughs> it's like like murdering someone during 9-11, wouldn't it? <laughs> Victimless crime. Um, he was released on April 13th <laughs> on his own recognizance. It's an agreement to do or not do something or be held in contempt of court and liable for a hefty fine. So, like, behave yourself, David, or you're even more fucked. Uh, if convicted, this is too fresh to even know what's happened here. If convicted, he could face up to 25 years in prison. Um, due back in court. He won't. Of course he won't. The due man of the court, cloth, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Man of the cloth. For, I mean, you'd think that'd be over, but you still get leniency for that. Um, 
David's promptly disappeared off the internet as no one too much gives a shit. He's uh, not found his way through the court system yet, so it's way too fresh. Uh, although, not the first time, David has found himself afoul of the law. Mm. In uh, 2008, David pleaded guilty to what? Hold on. I know you would have done your, you know, your research correctly here. Yeah. That's a, it seems like a fairly common name. David Allen Burke. But this is, yeah, this is definitely this bloke. Yeah, it's him. All right. What did he, um, plead, he pleaded guilty and paid a $500 fine for what? I'll give you everything I own <laughs> and I'll rob someone of your choice and give them everything, give you everything they own as well <laughs> if right. you get this. Who's the person you want all me right. to rob first? $500. All right. So all these, he pleaded guilty and got a $500 fine. Mm. I'm, again, weird one. I'm just going to fucking have a crack. Big money, big money, big money. Yeah. Selling fake sports memorabilia. Oh, I really like the cut of your jib there. You've gone for it. <laughs> Swinging for the fences, but no. Oh, I've put me back out. Yep. He uh, he pleaded guilty to hunting caribou out of season. <laughs> it's uh, right. it's uh, it's unclear. It's unclear where this is, but Alaska is the epicenter of caribou hunting. Mm. Uh, season is August to November. Caribou. Yeah. Cool. Also, I don't know when he's done it, but try and do it when the fucking sun's out. That'll be your best bet. I reckon the season is is just when people can see. Well, you can miss the season by two days and still get this. Like you're not going out in winter. Yeah, wow. And hunting them while they're, you know, <laughs> asleep. Also, the, um, yeah. So when is it? November to? August to November generally, maybe early August December, depending on how good the year yeah, is. nice. Caribou, of course, is also an aircraft. A de Havilland. Air Force cargo style aircraft, oh, wow. very hardy plane, the uh, Caribou. Like the cars of that era, the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s cars, hard to kill one. Soft-tissued humans inside of them don't fare as well usually. But the uh, Caribou, hard to – Solid. Sh- should pad the walls really or all wear Michelin man suits at all times. You'd probably survive anything in a Caribou. Big lump of metal <laughs> in – um couple of classic caribou incidents. In in 1986, one came smashing into the earth in Camden, New South Wales, just out just oh. Sydney pretty much. Oh. Wrote the bastard what, off. What were they doing in it? Well, they are just doing training or something, taking cargo somewhere. All crews survived. There you go. Wow. Just jump, jump up at the last minute like you do <laughs> on a go-kart. Um, elevator. In, yeah, elevator. <laughs> I still... I mean, I'm not a physicist. Still don't know how that doesn't work. In, uh, in 1972, the RAAF put one into some trees in Papua New Guinea. Um, exactly 50 souls shimmied their way up through the canopy that day. Oh. Like a comet blazing across the evening sky. There's a um, where to get carib- around number in those. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's rare. 50, exactly. Four. Um, there's a caribou. Caribou's are like a big, you've been on a Hercules. It's that sort of yeah. looking plane. They look like they shouldn't fly. It's a bumblebee sort of style thing. <laughs> there's one one day, there was one flight. I was staying at um in Bondi. I was just staying at Osh's place and so was another friend of ours from Brisbane who had, well, we'd both outstayed our welcome pretty much, but him more so than me. We're sitting there playing Scrabble. <laughs> Osh comes home from one of the many jobs he had at the time while I had none and we're still playing Scrabble from the morning when he left <laughs> and we're playing Scrabble and he, he walks in, looks out the window and there's a, there's a plane, like a cargo plane flying across the sky and he goes, oh, look, it's B-52. And our other mate looks up from Scrabble for a second and goes, no, nah, that's a caribou and he's got back to the game and I, I just saw the look on on his face and went, oh, we're going to leave, mate. This, that's when I knew we had to leave. So, yeah, this, we've really <laughs> pushed it in. We're in his house, like nitpicking. So, correcting him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, interestingly, oh. um, St. Paul Airport in Minnesota, this is probably why he, he's, he got quite partial to Minnesota Airport, um, St. Paul Airport has no less than six caribou coffee outlets. Oh, that's the name of a that's a, a competitor to Starbucks is caribou coffee. Founded in Minnesota in 1992, 700 worldwide outlets. Man, NRG's got about three. I reckon they're on their way. Yeah, going really well. Thanks for asking. Uh, one hiccup <laughs> during the initial hype when COVID By the came way, out. Actually, NRG, we should if if we get this pod big enough. That we can do a really, you know, like a big theatre show somewhere. Mm. It'll probably be Brizzy, to be honest. Brizzy, fucking hell. Yes. Snapping up those ticks, quick sticks. An NRG pop-up store. You know oh, that. <laughs> sick. Just bring in a smoothie. Bring in a couple of blenders and some sandwiches. Pop up an NRG. Some wheatgrass. That'd, that'd go Fresh great. wheatgrass. Wheatgrass. Is that still a thing? I don't know. I thought NRG had it a long time ago. It's not there anymore. Okay. I remember Wait, at Boost that, Juice it was a thing. That came and went, didn't I? I remember when that was out, early 2000s, people were mad for it. Like, oh, this wheatgrass shot, that's like eating two kilograms of vegetables. Go, no, oh, it's fucking it. not. Nothing is yeah. except eating yeah. two kilograms of vegetables, <laughs> you fuckhead. You're not getting a shot glass full of grass and telling me that's got the same nutritional value as, but nah, not having that. Well, it's that. like, I Never think a size has done its dash. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. What's next? What's, what's the next? Cattle the rank? The super Amazonian foods. super fruit. Yeah. Well, kale came and went, didn't it? Fucking yeah. war cabbage. Disgusting. <laughs> super food. Not fucking getting me on that. Tell you, if you, if you just stick to what you know, it, it comes back around and you're good. It's like fashion, like anything. Oh. If you just hold strong, you'll have another day in the sun. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. People keep trying to sell stuff that already exists. They go, you know what? You know what you have to do to live a long life? Get outside and go for a walk every day. Don't be a fuckhead <laughs> and uh, just work. Oh, do I? Thanks. That's nice of you to market yeah. that into a book. Get around with no shoes on, telling me fucking how to live. Um, one hiccup from Caribou Coffee when COVID came out, right? They had sleeves on their cups in those sleeves so people don't have yeah. to have their hands too hot or some shit, can't just drink. Um, they had motivational quotes on them. And this oh. is something that 
I mean, why is coffee shops, coffee cups, you know, cafe blackboards and that sort of shit got philosophy everywhere? Something I can't, I can't abide that. Why'd that become a cornerstone of our modern lives? Coffee philosophy. Airbnb philosophy. Well, it's just coffee got onto it early though, like coffee and yeah. cafes. And I've, I can't stand it. I think because coffee's so shit and boring, they've got to try and make it interesting by making it philosophical. I don't mind the cheesy uh, suburban mum and dad, you know, the old don't talk to me before I have my cup of joe and all that sort of yeah. shit. I'd, I, but I prefer that over the philosophy. Yeah. I don't know. You know? <sighs> it's all a bit gross to me. Just give me my <laughs> fucking drink. I'll think of the philosophy or read it somewhere useful, <laughs> not in a gym or at a cafe. Uh, well, Caribou, though, they had on their coffee cups, they had resist the urge to stay indoors on their sleeves, those little cardboard oh. things. So um, they had to go through and remove them all, even though it was just an innocent and selfless plea for people not to be lazy that was there well before COVID was invented. Just get outside and stay alive long enough to buy more coffee from us. <laughs> they had to take them all off because it was unsafe. Um, oh, anyway. what? so what? You, you pick one up and there's a fucking hurricane. And someone's like, well, I was going to hide under a doorway and yeah. then I saw me coffee cup and I just walked and out and got hit by a car door. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, <laughs> since nothing is anyone's fault, you've got to look after the people. Cater for the uh, idiots, everyone. Uh, internet users were very opportunistic about David Burke. I had, a, I had a teacher called David Burke in high school and he was mm. not very nice to me. Um <laughs> This is what you get from internet users with very poor working knowledge of life outside and by the world. Shit. Before anyone stands up for this Mr. Burke character, they're not. This isn't Heggy now. Don't picture Heggy now, but as a little boy. I've seen Heggy, his photos of year 12. We put one up on the Insta not long ago. Or was mm. it you graduating uni? Yeah. A, a, a sweet little angel. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> Who could be mad at that face? He's done nothing wrong. He's a perfect boy. I don't know what's happened yeah. since, but I've seen the photos. <laughs> he was a well, good lad. Oh, I was I was a good lad. Um, Fuck off, Mr. Burke. This has no, I didn't say that. Well, he he wasn't very nice. Um, I had some internet. I had an internet. Uh, well, fucking comment recently. It was all time. I think I sent it to you. Unbelievable. Just what's that? the self the self absorbed nature of like just going off on something else. Like you. Yeah. Put up a clip or something, five comments down, someone's talking about vaccines. <laughs> or, but this guy's talking about his his situation. Is this meant to be yeah. funny? Because I don't find it funny because I'm in this situation and I've got these problems. So, well, yeah. that's nothing to do with anything, mate. You sound like fucking David Allen Burke on a plane talking nonsense about nothing in particular. Love it. Uh, well, uh, again, you, we've brought this one up before, but last night the algorithm, watching a bit of YouTube on TV, Spat me a clip of Steve O, his podcast. Steve O, Is this Steve Jackass? O from Jackass in a in ah, a band, but he's sober. St- he's sober Steve O now, and he was in. Is a that band. his name? Sober Steve O. <laughs> Should be dot com. Sounds like a really shit wrestler. <laughs> um, he was t- he was talking to Josh Dumal. You know Josh Dumal, no actor from the I don't know nineties two thousands. Dumal's like. Oh man, I watch it. I've, I've thought about getting sober. I don't even drink that much, right? And they're just chatting about that. Yeah, yeah. 
And, uh, and I've, the first thing I thought, pause it on the TV. I've got to get my phone. Have a look yep. at these comments. Fuck. Hey, I've been sober for nine years, eight months, oh, seven days. No one yeah. asked you. No yeah. one fucking asked you. <laughs> and they're straight in there with the stats. They're sober stats. That's the best And then part people write, great effort, sober. top job. Now, I'm not against it. I've got a lot of mates that are sober and don't touch anything. Awesome. Good on you if that's what you want to do. It's the stats, the unrequited stats. Oh, yeah. The best thing about sobers is you don't have to ask them. <laughs> well, there's, that's the start of every conversation generally. The old CrossFit <laughs> vegan. It's their personality. Um, although, you know, get off the booze. If it's not for you, get off it. Don't be a dickhead on it, uh, which is usually the case for getting off it. So this is where internet people just really take an opportunity to get a dig in and show their personalities. Sherry Smith said, the fruits and the nuts flying the friendly skies. It was in America they call gays fruits, don't they? They still do that? Yeah. Is that probably. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bruno Helvetica said, I've seen quite a few flight attendants I wanted to kiss in my travels, but they were females. So. Right. It's all about him. Um, <laughs> I, I am I just, Arthur. Just, what, what world are you in where you open your laptop? Know. And just, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Fruits and nuts, say what you will, it yeah. is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can Whatever. see why they've written it. <laughs> yeah, but these are just fucking senseless, aren't they? I am Arthur said, <laughs> and this has nothing to do with it either. Um, unfortunately, Attractive young female flight attendants have become somewhat of an endangered species, only occasionally seen, at least on US carriers. So that's about this. That's about David Allen Burke. I don't know what he thinks would be solved by anything. From it's fucking brilliant. And Bruce Gold has come out with some, true to his name, a broke back mountain at thirty thousand feet. Oh wow! So, remember when everything gay was just broke back mountain? Yeah, broke back mountain. That'd be the insult or something. It's nothing to do with any of it. So I wish I knew how to quit you. (laughs) (laughs) That brings us to the end of another episode of Midfly Brawl. Thanks thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your mates. Thanks for buddy subscribing or and leaving reviews. I I love reading the uh, the odd review that we get there wherever you can leave them. We do appreciate it. Uh, If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Midfly Brawl. Early access to episodes, early access to live ticket show, uh, live show tickets. Uh, more importantly, ad-free yeah. episodes. No ads. Just listen and, away. I mean, and, I turned one on, well, it must be a month or so ago, and I, I know I've said this before, I really appreciate the ads just coming in mid-sentence. Heard the odd complaint. <laughs> Quite frankly, rack off. Love it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash brawl. If you want to avoid that, even at the lowest level, toilet, three bucks a month, you're getting that. Yeah. But uh, the higher levels get our spin-off pod, Land Larrikins. We do one of those every fortnight. Got over 70 of those out there right now. So got a lot to catch up on if you join today. But again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Right. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Peggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap.
Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Welcome to Mid Flight Brawl. Here's what. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> 